Hi, my name's Donna Ritchie, and welcome to another episode of Sip Happens. So this week, my guests are Kelly J. Lewis and Thomas Ware III and Ellie Bozinski. So we asked Ellie to come today and share some information and be resource, uh, because I pulled off a few things, Ellie, out of our cooler today that I wanted us to try. Perfect. So I'm going to see if you can help us with this. So today we're going to be sampling some fun beers. Yes. Yay, so. beer. Yeah. I love beer. Yeah, don't we all? Uh, <laughs> and craft beer is like a huge trend right now, especially in Oklahoma City. It's really blooming and blossoming and becoming something really cool, a cool beer scene up there. So um, I guess we'll jump right in. The Let's first one it. sitting in front of you guys is the Coop Elevator Wheat. Yeah, and that's one of the ones that we had asked Donna about were the Coop beers the last one of the last weeks that she was here is because we I know that's like an Oklahoma beer, yes. right? And so we yes. we really wanted her to bring this this one in. Oh yeah. It's the number one craft beer in Oklahoma. Yeah, I know a lot of their stuff is really Oklahoma themed, like the names and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Yes. We don't have that this one of them today, but it's called the Saturday Siren, which obviously you know where that comes <laughs> from. And yeah, it's really you know, they, they're really creative with their names, creative with their products and and their tap room as well is something else. So if you guys ever get the chance to go up there, it's really, really cool. Yeah. They're fun. And you can find them almost everywhere. Yeah. Or I should say almost anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I, I get the F5 usually. When, when, when I go out to eat somewhere, I'm looking at beers. I usually try to grab an F5. Yeah. Well, yeah. right now we're not, unfortunately, trying the F5. This one in front of you guys is the Elevator Wheat. So um, it's an a wheat beer in general is a type of... A uh, lager. So I'm sorry, ref an ale, not a lager. It's an ale. So an ale in general is going to be a little bit more fruit forward, a little bit um, more flavorful in terms of, you know, something different in there. And so that's kind of what a wheat beer is. It um, comes from Germany. They were it was originated in Germany. And um, yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think? That's really good. And I'm not like I'm not an experienced beer drinker. That's Beer has never yeah, been this my is, thing. I, I could drink this. Yeah. I like it. It's 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 pretty smooth. It's, yes. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of an aftertaste like a lot of ales do. Yes. So with this in particular, um, wheats are a really good beginner's beer. You know, if you – it doesn't have a ton of flavor, you know, flavors that are going to hit you in the mouth or anything. It's definitely a good one to start with. It's usually pretty average in alcohol content. This one, for example, is 5.6%. Um, you know, a low, it doesn't have a lot of hops, which is, you know, good if you're not looking for, you know, an IPA or anything like that. So, so this ale, yeah, it's a really easy to drink beer. Um, a lot of times wheat beers are served with like a slice of orange or a little bit of fruit just to spice things up. It feels, it feels like a lake beer. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. it's easy, easy, easy to go down and everything. So. Okay. So Ellie, I got to ask because... Now, beer is something I stay away from in the store when people come in and ask because <laughs> yeah. I truly don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. It took me forever just to realize we needed to separate domestics from <laughs> yeah. imports, from imports. Yeah. and then crafts. So, like, what is a craft beer? What? How does it make it different than these imports? And, and what's right. a domestic? And Well, the special thing about craft beer is it's kind of – Whoever creates it does whatever they want with it. They can throw in anything into that pot sill, which is where the beer is brewed, and they can just, 
you know, come out with whatever whatever they want, and they can call it a craft beer. Um, craft beer, it's a huge trend in the United States right now, so mm-hmm. that's the big deal about it. Domestic beers are more of, I guess, the easy-drinking beers. They don't – you don't really stray off from the norm with domestics. And then, obviously, imports are going to be yeah. from other countries imported into the United States. So I would say craft beers, you're just going to find a lot more variety, a lot more different kinds versus domestics are going to be, you know, almost – I mean, this is a huge trend, but they're almost more like a watered-down version, you know? There's not going to be all that flavor that you'll find yeah. in a craft beer. Well, and, yeah, I think with Budweiser getting taken over by a foreign co- – I mean, Budweiser mm-hmm. has completely changed in how it tastes and how they make it and everything else. So, I mean, and I was a Budweiser drinker for a long time before mm-hmm. before the craft beer, you know, and everything. But now, I mean, if I if I go and get anything, it's usually Shinerbach. Mm-hmm. But I really like this, and I like Coop. I, I mean, there have been there have been a couple of flavors and a couple of uh, you know Oklahoma brands that have really caught me. But I like this. Yeah. So that's yeah, good. that one is um, obviously Coop Elevator Wheat. Just to recap, that's what that one is: wheat beer, easy to drink. Really um, now we're actually going to move away from Coop for a little bit. This next one that we're going to talk about, it's a brewery called Rar and Sons. Now this one is not Oklahoma based; it is out of Texas. Um, but Rar and Sons does really, really creative things with their beer. And that's why I really wanted to bring it to you guys, um, you know, firsthand. So the first one we're talking about is the Adios Pantalones beer. (laughs) It's a Cerveza de Saison. So, um, why don't you guys take a sip of it before I talk about it a little. Okay. And these, we have been getting so many things from Texas, um, and I love Texas. I've grown to love Texas. Yes, you kind of have <laughs> so, to. Even though, okay. yeah, we're Cedar you born have and Cedar to, Right, but yeah, uh, you spend lots a week of in things Austin. are coming out of Texas. Yeah. So these were really pretty. Man, you can really um, you can really taste the lime in that. Yeah, yeah. So a cerveza in general is like a Mexican beer. So obviously the name Adios Pantalones, mm-hmm. you know, comes comes <laughs> into play with that as well. So um, this one it's a pretty low alcohol content, only four point five, I believe. Yes, four point five. Um, but it's just a fun one to drink, you know, by the pool, has some flavor in there as well. So that's what I was going to say, really too. Another mm-hmm. summery, yeah. very yes. summery lake beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's really what I was going to say. That, that's where I automatically go is yeah. the lake instead of like the pool. But right. Well, yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people right. some people think the beach, you know. But yes. Like... Yeah. But here. Yeah. <laughs> right. The lakes for sure. So and it's really light. Like it's. uh well, real light. And the, the lime in it isn't overpowering. Uh, I know I've drank other beers like Bud Light Lime um mm-hmm. stuff that has lime in it now I now I like a good you know like a Corona or Takati or something with the lime in it um dressed up with the salt and stuff but I've I've never tasted one that was canned that mm-hmm. already had the lime in it that right. tasted like that you know what I'm yeah. that, that tastes like natural lime more than just kind of I don't know that sweet lime juice right. I guess Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I was going to say, you can really tell that it's brewed a, a lot differently because it is blended so well, because usually yeah. it's almost like that lime taste, like, sits on top, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and so that's, it's it's excellent. Yes, and so 
kind of touching on the differences between this beer and the first one we tried, the Elevator Wheat from Coop. The first one we tried was an ale, so more fruit forward. This one mm. is a lager. So that has to do, you know, the difference between an ale and a lager has to do with, A, the type of yeast that is used. Um, in addition, during the brewing process, the temperature in which it's it's brewed, if it's um, ale yeast, it needs to be brewed at a much more regulated temperature versus if you're using lager yeast, it, ha- it's, it has to be cold. And if, yeah, and if you, um, you can kind of remember it too, uh, lager comes after, L comes after A in the alphabet. So lager is brewed bottom fermented because it's more toward the bottom of the mm-hmm. alphabet versus ales are brewed at the top. The, the yeast is um, fermented at the top, which has to do with, like I said, the temperature and everything. So that's just some, you know, deeper information about beer there. Hmm. I love that. I I love learning like (laughs) little things like that and stuff because, well, and that's, and that's something that people don't even know that there is a difference between ale and lager. And it's a, it's, it's a significant difference. Yeah. 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 And so lagers in general are, you describe them more as crisp versus ales are fruity. Mm. That's kind of where that comes into play as well with the taste of of what you're going to get. Yeah. Like they look the same. I'm looking in my cup and they look the same. They're, yeah, same color. Yeah. Um, Why do you have some lift? Oh, well, (laughs) I'm trying, trying, Thomas. Yeah. So um, those are the big differences between those. And then um, if you guys are, have any more questions about this one or we move on to the. We can go on. Okay. Mango's my favorite. I love mango. Good. Well, you'll hopefully like this one then. So this one is the. Um, also Rar and Sun, so also out of Texas. It's their Paleta de Mango beer. So this one is a mango chili beer with lime. So give it a taste. Smells really Okay, sweet. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I like that little bit of that little bit of spice. Yeah, with the chili, yeah. So yeah, yeah it's really good. different. It's this not is a beer at all. This is a beer that's really unique, I would say, to Rar and Sons. Uh, I mean, a lot of breweries do experiment with fruit, put adding fruit to their beer, but this one is something that I mean, it's sweet, but it's you know, even if you're not a huge sweet fan, it's still easy to sip on. It's it's just really easy. Yeah, that's really yeah. that's interesting. It's got a. Uh, Kind of a complex flavor because you do get some of that mango, the chili, the lime. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, and then this one is considered a Kolsch. So, you know, kind of introducing a third third type of beer into it. Kolsches are German. Um, there's a lot of really traditional German Kolsches, but this one in particular, what a what it is is it's fermented with the ale yeast. So that yeast that normally is supposed to stay kind of mm-hmm. mid temperature. <laughs> Um, but then they just drop it low to to the temperature of a lager, and then it comes up with something new completely. Where if you would do that to ale yeast, you can't call it a, an ale anymore. It would be it would be this Kolsch. So that's kind of the you know where how it's made. Well, now let's talk about um, let's talk about price point. That's one of the that's one of the things our listeners always want to know mm-hmm. about is price point and kind of where this lands us on the spectrum. Because anybody who buys any kind of beer from right. a package store or a spirit store or anything like that, um, you're you're you gotta know that you're gonna pay a little bit more for yeah. an import. And and it, what's what's always so funny to me is when people like this Raw and Sons or like even with Shinerbuck, they're like, well, that's an import, and it's like from 
somewhere, Texas, because, you know, it, it's still a domestic, but it's just, I guess, because of, you know, you have to the way the rules used to be. So um, I, I like that this is that these are coming from Texas and that that, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. it's um, right. So as far as price point goes, I guess, um, for all three of them, you know, craft beer in general is going to cost more than Coors. You know, it's going to cost more than your domestics. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these are sold in, in six pack cases. Um, and they all um, kind of range from, I would say, like the low teens to mid, may, not these in particular, but some craft beers can get into like the high teens, low 20s. But these all, I would say, settle kind of mid-teen range as far as how much you're going to pay for a six-pack. Yeah, I don't know if I can pay 20 for a six-pack. I, <laughs> <No. laughs> I can do 10, 11, 12, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, whenever you start talking about yeah. $20, I'm like, well, yeah. man, I don't know about that. Those are going to be your really, really specialty beers, the ones that are hard to find, hard to get. Yeah. You know, the ones, unfortunately, that I like, I find, are yeah. going to be that upper price range. But Now, let's talk about it. I mean, Donna brings up a really interesting thing point um how do you really like convince people who don't drink beers mm-hmm. or anything that these are delicious and they should try them well yeah that's the, good because that yeah. yeah like me i'm not i'm not a beer drinker and i don't know if it has to do with you know growing up the way i did that that was you know you, sometimes you have negative connotations with things and so that was just not my thing right um not interested at all right well the best way i would say to kind of experiment it's always great when i mean a lot of craft breweries and unfortunately not raw and sons but with the coop elevator wheat you can go to their tap room and you they'll let you Mm. taste things on tap i mean you know maybe a couple things they're not gonna let you try every single thing on there but going in there and talking to them telling them what you normally drink those bartenders and you know a lot of times the bartenders are the people making the beer. So they know hand, like firsthand what you're going to like if you tell them what kind of stuff. So if you guys are ever up in Oklahoma City and just, you know, swing by the Coop Tap Room, they'll help you figure out what yeah. kind of stuff you might like and you can try different things and and also Coop does this cool thing where they give tap room tours. I was just fixing yeah. to ask yeah. that. Are there yeah. some kind Those of tours cool. that we could go and take <laughs> yeah. that, you know, walk around there and do a lot of like tasting and some I know that some places like maybe give certificates or something like that if you taste like a certain number yeah. or what, you know. So right. I'm sure that they probably have all kinds of fun things like that. Oh yeah, it's really cool. I've done the Coop tour before and it's it's first come first serve. I think I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure it's they do it every Saturday and maybe one other day a week. But I went to the one on it was a Saturday and, you know, first come, first serve. I don't remember how many people they they'll take. They'll cap it at. But you just sign up for, you know, however, however many people. And then, yeah, you just they show you around. They tell you how it's all made, you know, what they do, where. And it's they bottle it all right on site, too. So you see, like, how they're bottling and canning process works, and it's really, it's a cool experience. And you they know, tend to do seasonal things, too, don't they? Oh, like yeah. they change with the seasons. Almost and, all breweries will do yeah. some type of seasonal. Like, this Paletta de Mango is their spring seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know, like, I know whenever we were younger, every time we'd go to Colorado and we'd be at Denver, my, my dad would take us to Golden to go to the Coors uh-huh. Factory. Yeah. That was the only beer he would ever drink. I mean, yeah. I, I watched him drink beer every day of my life until whenever he quit. But he he would always take. I always thought that was the coolest thing ever, and it stunk in there. Like the whole town of Golden just had that smell of you know hops or hops. whatever yeah. Ferment, yeah. fermenting yeah. hops. <laughs> right. But it was so interesting to see all the different 
kinds of beer that they made and how they shipped it and like you could see the rail yard and all that kind of stuff so that's interesting because i know um that was a a big part of like my childhood so do they let kids go in there too and and see all that and um to my you know i don't have kids so i don't know off the top of my head i know at the tap room they do allow kids to go they have like um the current coop tap room has like a a yard and a lot of times they'll have food trucks out there that you know families can come and hang out at i don't know if the kids can take the tour that i don't know the answer to but i know that there are kids that are allowed to hang out at the tap room while their parents are getting a drink that's cool yeah Yeah. it is cool (laughs) it is amazing you can do that okay do we have some restaurants too like in the city that are that are that are doing like all Oklahoma craft beers and stuff? I, I know um, a couple restaurants that they do, um, you know, do tap takeovers a lot of times. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, if a craft brewery does have a decent number of beers that they're showing, um, they'll be featured on certain nights at different restaurants. I know this one isn't in the city, but I know Lucille's Roadhouse out in Weatherford, they yeah. do a tap takeover okay. every month and yeah. it's always a really cool thing. So um, that's a really popular, and I mean, just having craft beer on tap in general too, even if it's not, you know, one specific one, but yeah, there, you can find them everywhere here. It's crazy. I was thinking of Oak and Ore. Uh-huh. Have you been there? Is I that, haven't been, Is that no. one of those? Cause I'm thinking okay, they didn't I have their own distillery. Been. I didn't think. Okay. But I may be wrong. Maybe. I'm but, not yeah. sure. I honestly And that was fun. Cause you could, that. you could try. We got to try yeah. lots of different things. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. Now, I mean, isn't that, I mean, shouldn't that, if it's not already, shouldn't it be some kind of tourism destination for no, us here 100%. in Oklahoma? I mean, these different um, craft houses and different things like that. I mean, because, I mean, obviously, I mean, even in, in just the, the the places that you've shown us, even the ones that are here in maybe north, north and central Texas, I mean, I know for a fact those people down there have, that's a huge part of their tourism. So are are these are these um, local places here in Oklahoma? Do a lot of them offer tours like that, or do you know? Um, I think it differs from place to place. I know that it is a huge. Even if you don't get a tour of the facility, going to these tap rooms and tasting the beer, that is part of the tourist destination. A lot of times, too, with how the tap rooms are designed, you can see kind of through windows the where they brew the beer and everything. So even if you're not hands-on, you know, getting a tour of it, you can still kind of see the process, how it happens. I mean, the brewers, master brewers, are so... Um, open to you know what they do and a lot of, I mean they're not going to tell you every little thing that's in it obviously but you know they'll they'll give you little hints and secrets and say like what what works what didn't work maybe and yeah I, I think tourism is really in cities across the country where craft beer is growing and growing it's you know definitely helping yeah. out a ton. I know like our uh, travel our uh, tourism for Oklahoma like we because we have wine wine destinations uh-huh. and so they actually have brochures we always uh, ask for them and give them out to clients and customers at our store on wineries so i'm with you they need to do that on all of our craft mm-hmm. well and it, to me it, i mean there's just so much here in oklahoma that i mean we've got some really creative business owners who have done some really amazing things just like these brew houses um just like talk dive radio and and mm-hmm. just like better spirits who you know, really just all of these projects are born from just a passion and a love. And, you know, we're 
I'm as a business owner, I'm proud to contribute to this unique climate here in Oklahoma. And and we really, I guess, as business owners have that responsibility to kind of push this kind of tourism forward because it I mean that anything that can bring in, I mean, we all know booze sales and yeah. anything like that that's gonna bring people in to highlight these different uh, brew houses here in Oklahoma can only benefit everyone. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Now, if you want more information about the um, things that uh, we brought today, make sure that you go into Better Spirits. It's right there in Anadarko on the west side. And you can ask Scott or you can ask Donna or anybody that works there. And, um, hey, they have they have all the selection and they've got the knowledge right there. So the last time I went in, though, I went and tried to get five farms. <laughs> Where we sold out, and Scott, and, and you should have seen. I mean, Scott saw the disappointment in my face, and I was like, "No!" And he was like, "He said, are you going to be even madder when I tell you that I just sold it like two hours ago?" No. And I'm like, no, why would you say that? Why would you ever say that to me? And he just laughed, and I'm like, "Ah, that's what I came here for was the five farms." Yes, and you know, it's been selling like crazy. It's like, like we said, it, it it's been featured on. One of our other shows, but um, it's a little pricier than Bailey's, but it is so way worth it. Yes, and yeah. glad that it's going. We well. love I'm it. Really glad that it's yeah. going it. over well. Well, I can never get it at Better Spirits, but you can catch them because they do have it. You just got to be like, like first in line, like when they put it out on the shelf because it Call sells them. out. That's right. Or it leave your phone does. number on the list. Yeah, we'll like, call you when it comes. It's in. like uh, having the friend at Foot Locker that that's going to put back a pair of Jordans. <laughs> that's right. You know, you got to get get on that list that's right that's right you call and say put it back i'll be there shortly yes and you do if you walk it if you look on the counter uh right there at the register you'll see several like bottles that are there and that's and that's what they're there for because someone's like i'm coming in (laughs) i thought it was layaway yeah. <laughs> Don't say if that. Only, oh my gosh. If that. only. I tell you, these laws and rules and regulations, they really cramp our style. Really? I know, right? And you know what? That There would be, you know, there'd be some crazy Indians there in Anadarko trying to put a bottle on layaway. Like, Absolutely. I'll be back here when my income tax comes That's in. right. <laughs> so let's, um, let's go ahead and recap uh, our flavors today because we tried three really diverse, really great flavors and um two of them are from a brew house in texas and one of them's from a brew house right here so let's go over the flavors again and kind of recap for our listeners perfect so the first one we tried was the coop which is an oklahoma number one craft brewery in oklahoma um the elevator wheat so wheat beers in general really good starting point if you're new to drinking beer very easy to go down a lot of times fruit forward serve it with an orange slice and that's how that's how you gotta drink it so um, that was the first one we talked about. The second one was the Rar and Sons Adios Pantalones uh, Cerveza. So that one is definitely still fruity, um, but a lot of lime and lemon in there. Um, very, you know, lake, perfect for lake drinking. Um, that one's a lager, so it's going to be described more as crisp. And uh, yeah, that one, there, that's mm-hmm. that one. And then the third one was the Rar and Sons Paleta de Mango. Um, that mango is super present in there. Very, you know, a sweeter, a sweeter beer, but has a kick to it with the chili in there. So, um, that one's going to be a Kolsch, which is traditionally a German beer, but with a twist in this case. So, 
So yeah, if you want more information about this, and here's something else too that we haven't talked about, but we should have like since the first show. So if you go in to Better Spirits there in Anadarko and mention Talk Jive or Sip Happens, they'll give you a 10% discount. Absolutely. We want to appreciate all of these wonderful people that join us to learn and... And have access to these flavors because, I mean, we always learn so much on this show. And and just even like today, the difference between uh, ale and lager and how they're made. I mean, that's important stuff because, you know, that all goes into how they taste. Definitely. Now, Kelly, I have a question for you. So which one was your personal favorite? I'm going to have to go with the... uh, the the first one the first one that the we tried wheat. yep Elevator. the wheat i like that one um i'm more i'm more like that even though i don't usually dress them up i i like i like ales i i like that and they just it's like it's lighter and yeah. usually you can drink a little bit more though they're not going to weigh you down <laughs> as much so that's usually what i like yeah i i like the elevator wheat um i i've it's kind of weird because I usually don't like the lime flavor in beer mm-hmm. unless I do it myself. I throw the lime and, you know, yeah. dress it up. But that that second one was actually pretty good. Though. Yeah, the Adios Pantalones. Yeah, Adios Pantalones. Uh, I think he just likes it for the name. Hey, I like. <laughs> I can't deny that I like the name, too. And, it, I mean, that would it, that is perfect for the, for, for the lake, you know. Yeah. Take them pants off, go swim. That's true. Yes. I thought I was gonna like the mango as my favorite, but I, I'm with Thomas. That uh, that adios pantalones is really good. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so make sure that if you want to try any of these flavors, get get over there to Better Spirits, talk to Scott, talk to Donna, and they will hook you up. And if you want more information about any of our past episodes or anything else that we've done, make sure that you go to the Talk Jive homepage at talkjive.org, click on the podcast tab, choose how you get your podcast, and all of the past episodes are right there and what we talk about. And uh, there's so much great information on, uh, on SIP Happens, and we so appreciate Donna bringing her knowledge and her experience and uh, her experts in to bring all of this to our listeners. It's just such a fun, fun thing. Now, um, real quick, let's go back and talk about a cup these um, these two brew houses uh, that we brought today. One of them is from Oklahoma, and then the other one is Rar and Sons, and they're from Texas. Yes, Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Okay, Fort and that Worth. was going to be my mm-hmm. question. Like, yeah. where at yeah. in Fort Texas? Fort Worth, Texas. So you can still visit that one, too. Absolutely. You know, not too far by any mm-hmm. means. And, yeah, and that's what, one of the things, you know, kind of getting back to the tourism thing that we talked about. I mean, we need to put better spirits uh, on that and, and do some kind of, um, it's like we said, tourism thing. Because there are, I mean, people who come through Oklahoma and don't know about these local brands or even these regional brands in the yeah. area, they're really missing out. They really are missing out. And so, um, but just real quick, Ellie, if somebody wanted to go to a restaurant, just like Thomas said, and maybe have one of these, uh, one of these flavors, uh, are there, do you know of any restaurants that are, that are actually, that are, these are on tap or in a can or something that we can go and like have one with maybe a steak or. Right. Well, I know that um, Rar and Sons is a growing brand in Oklahoma. You're going to be able to find them in like a lot of, you know, liquor stores, I would say. But in restaurants, they're still kind of getting in there. They're still kind of growing. Every once in a while, you can walk into a place and see that they have it. Um, but it really varies. But I know Coop, you can walk into almost any yeah. bar in Oklahoma and they will have either canned Coop or Coop on tap. Um, a variety, you know. 
Yeah. Their most popular one is the F5 IPA, which we might be talking about in a future episode. All but right. yeah, but uh, yeah, you can walk in and find at least that F5, if not at least two or other flavor, two, two or more other flavors, at almost any any restaurant or bar in Oklahoma. I would say. I know that they serve it at the Tower Theater. Uh, yeah. I know. I know that for sure. Yeah. I know that because I've seen it and I drank it there. So, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're really great brands. So make sure that you go to Better Spirits and uh, mention Talk Jive Recipe Happens. Get yourself that ten percent discount. That's right. All right. So thank you guys for joining us. Be sure to catch us every week on Talk Jive Radio at one p.m. Central on TalkJive.org. Every Saturday. You can also catch up on past episodes of Sip Happens by visiting the Talk Jive Radio podcast page at talkjive.org. So until next week, again, Ellie, thank you so much for joining us and bringing your knowledge. And thank you for listening to Sip Happens only on Talk Jive Radio, indigenous and independent.